We're going in. We're rolling. We're rolling. Hello, everybody. Hello. My name is Shannon. I'm Alyssa. Welcome to another episode of B-Movie Bash. B-Movie Bash. The podcast <laughs> where we bash B-movies. Yes. And sit and I'm ridiculously hot right now. Do you need to go change? No, it's fine. It's okay. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> Um, so, this week we do have a B-movie. Yay! I'm not exactly bashing it, though. Oh. I'll get into that a little bit. Okay. I feel like I need to, like, prep my brain space <laughs> Did you, like, love it? Um, in a so-bad-it's-good way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, like, I didn't give any scores because they're doing this on purpose. Okay. Okay? Okay. So, that's kind of the mindset okay. um, we're in. Like, how Shark. Oh, okay. They did that shit on purpose. Okay. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Today we are going to be talking about 2018's The Velocipastor. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The Like the holy grail of like... Of awful. <laughs> but that's the thing is they did it all on purpose. Like uh-huh. as soon as you start the movie, you 100% know that this is like them acting terribly on purpose. Okay. And like the CG is garbage <laughs> and like it's just, it's very obvious. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, so this one has a 5.1. I think it is because people are like, it's so bad, it's good. Yeah. (sighs) It is a B-movie, but it's on purpose. This is also made by Wild Eye... I don't remember what, like, the end, you know, it's Uh, like... Production or whatever. Yeah, Entertainment, yeah. Yeah. And they're the same people who did Jurassic Shark. Oh! But it's... I feel like Jurassic Shark took itself seriously, or at Mm -hmm. least that's how I saw it. Mm -hmm. And this did not. Okay. So... Okay, so the synopsis... After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Okay. At first horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. And ninjas. And ninjas. Okay. And ninjas. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, I wanted to... (laughs) So it's a wild eye film, like I said. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to point out, I was, like, looking through because I recognized that, like, logo when it came up. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, which of the movies that I've done did they make, uh-huh. right? And it was Jurassic Shark. Mm-hmm. But I also came across things like Jurassic Shark 2, Aquapocalypse, uh- Amityville in Space, Clown NATO, oh. Sharkula, and Adventures into the Woods, a sexy musical. Oh, my gosh. They have so many <laughs> ridiculous movies. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. It's bad. But anyway, we'll talk about this one. Okay. So we open to a black screen and rated X comes across the screen. And then underneath it, it says, by an all Christian jury. (laughs) Okay. This is not rated X at all. I think (laughs) they were just, you know, going for shock value, but that's okay. (laughs) So after the black screen, we transition to see the pastor whose name is Doug Jones. Okay. And he's kind of like a younger, maybe like late twenties, early thirties kind of aged Mm -hmm. guy. And he's speaking in front of a church congregation because okay. he is the priest, right? The mm-hmm. pastor. And as the session ends, we see him walk out the front double doors. And just as like a little side note, I watched this while Adam was in the room, my four-year-old for people who don't know. And as he like walked out the front double doors of the church, there were these two spring wreaths hanging on the door and they were like purple and yellow flowers and uh-huh. they were super cute. And Adam goes, oh, cute wreaths. He's <laughs> like, you are my child. <laughs> Shannon makes the best wreaths, honestly. I have, like, uh, oh, I need to take my Easter one down and put my spring one back up. But Shannon has made me these adorable Christmas ones, Halloween ones, uh, spring ones. Um, I need more. Uh, I just need more. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I, I'm down to make what, What's them, the so. next holiday coming up? Fourth of July. Fourth of July. We I want a Fourth of July. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't have a summer wreath. Cute. I just have the spring wreath up all summer long. So You need to do like a flip-flop wreath. Oh, a flip-flop wreath. Didn't you do like popsicles? That one's summery. I want to do the popsicles. I yeah. haven't done the popsicles oh. yet because I can't find the things at the dollar <laughs> store that I need to make the popsicles. It's because all of those dollar store videos yeah. are from like New York City yeah. where they have significantly Fuck bigger stores. Everyone else's dollar store is better so than ours. Better. Like all these people are like, look what I found at the dollar store. And I was like, hee hee hee, yeah. I found canned soup. I like, can get a yeah, can yeah. beans at the <laughs> dollar store. And um... This canvas that's an inch by an inch. Yeah. Like that's it's... really cool for you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so sad yeah. about it. Anyway. Okay. So he liked the wreaths. Good. Just wanted to put that in there. Okay. Um, He's a cute kid. So, thank you. Doug um, walks out the doors. And across the street, standing next to their car, are his parents. And he walks out and he's like, Mom and Dad! And he starts, like, waving at them enthusiastically. And they, like, look over and they're like, Hi, son! You know, just, like, waving back. And... <laughs> All of a sudden, it's focused on Doug, okay? Uh And we hear an explosion. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Have you seen this? No. Oh, my God. (laughs) So we hear an explosion. Okay. (laughs) I knew it was we were going to say it, too. Like, I was like, and the car They're going to die. They're going to die. Well, obviously, they die. So, like, I just didn't expect them to die. Right then. Like, oh, yeah. Just... oh, yeah. Okay, so we hear an explosion. Okay. It goes back to focus on the parents in the car. I feel like this is going to be my pose for the whole movie. Like, it's just, <laughs> just baseball. Just baseball. There is um, no car there. It's an empty parking spot. Okay. <laughs> okay. And on the screen, there's text that says, VFX colon car on fire. <laughs> So they didn't, they, they didn't, didn't even like, they didn't have a car on fire. They just, they just tell you what to look for and what you should be imagining. And it like goes so back to just, Doug just and like back to the. straight up stupid comedy. Yes. Like it's okay. Yeah. So okay. just, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a fucking trip. Like, okay. Buckle your seatbelts and hold on to your butts because this movie is just crazy. Okay. okay. So yeah, it kind of goes back and forth between like Doug who's like, no. And then it goes back to what the car would be with the same text on the screen. Uh-huh. So that's just like what they're what they're going with, uh-huh. right? And what made me laugh the hardest was that they have the sound effects of flames roaring in the background, <laughs> and it's just no car. <laughs> well, it's a lot easier to add sound in, I think, than it is to like. Very oh true. Uh, another thing that they did. So at the end of the scene, when he's like crying and sad, right? The camera does the whole, like, pan up to the sky kind of a thing. And they did this throughout the whole movie, but they did it purposefully bad. Uh-huh. And so the camera would be, like, shaky. Or it would, like, go up slowly. And then, like, change directions. <laughs> or, like, it would just pan away for, like, ten seconds. And it was just, it was, it was a lot. But it was really funny. Um, so the next scene, we see Doug sitting inside the church. And he's sitting with another priest who is kind of like an older, you know, more seasoned pastor. Mm-hmm. And his name is Father Stewart. Yeah. And Doug is crying to Father Stewart, and he's talking about how his parents are dead and what is he going to do and all of this stuff. And Father Stewart goes, that's what parents do. They die on us. <laughs> he's like, you just got to get over it, man. Uh, he's not wrong. I mean, so it's just, you know. True. Whether you're ready for it or not, <laughs> it's happening. 
And Doug is just like, I don't understand why God, God would do this. Like, why would he do something like this? And Explode the car, I don't understand. Kill right. them, I totally get it. Yeah. Like, it's, they raised you, obviously. So, yeah. like, it's... So, here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and Father Stewart's like, God has a plan for all of us. And uh, this whole time, Doug is holding, like, an old brass-looking chalice, mm-hmm. basically. Like, a, you know, a fancy goblet. And Father Stewart is like, here, have some more wine. And, like, glugs wine into his cup. And he just, like, throws it all back and drinks it. I'm like, that's church wine. That's, yeah, that's, that's not what you're supposed yeah. to do. <laughs> and then this part, this is another thing they do, is they get, like, super overly artistic with things. Okay, mm-hmm. So they're sitting on a pew. The camera zooms out so that we can see, like, more of the church behind them. Mm-hmm. And then superimposed over the top on, like, either side of them is Doug's face on one side and Father Stewart's face on the other side. Okay. okay? And those close-up faces are the ones talking, like, doing the dialogue for them sitting on the pew. Uh And them sitting on the pew are also moving their mouths to the same dialogue. (laughs) It's just like, okay, this is a lot. This is a lot, yeah. okay. (laughs) Uh, Father Stewart basically suggests that Doug needs to, like, get out and travel and see the world and see how other people live. And he says, go where you think God won't follow you. And if you find him there, you'll know that he's with you. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's not that bad advice. Like, that's, yeah. yeah right? That's yeah. pretty, oh, okay. well, heartfelt. Yeah. Thank you, Father. <laughs> the next scene, we go to kind of like the opening credits. And it is over a scene of Doug driving in a car. And he's just, you know, driving along. And there's like rock music playing in the background that is very obviously written for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the music in this movie <laughs> is bad bought on fiverr yeah Yeah. it was was bad and like the lyrics were like turn into a dinosaur as if i'm dreaming i feel your love is extinct and maybe that's the reason i'm traveling on and i'm like this couldn't get more on the (laughs) nose if you tried but it was actually like kind of good yeah in like a really bad way but um, there are definitely some movies that i'm just like the best fucking part of this whole movie was that end song yeah. just you know like it's yeah. yeah at least they can pick their music mm-hmm. it's been a while since i've had a movie had a really good end song that's true like, yeah you need to work on that i know <laughs> i'm sorry so, they need to step up their game they do my favorite was he just like keeps driving as there's credits and stuff and as the music starts to kind of fade out the guitar is like, and I didn't notice it the first time, and I was like, Jurassic Park. That's funny. That's, that's like my, um, I don't do you ever like hum like the same song over and over again when you're doing like menial tasks and yeah. you know just yeah I sing or I like hum two of the same songs mm-hmm. and Zach finally realized what they were the other day and one of them is Jurassic Park <laughs> and the other one is the A Team so like the A Team song. Wow. I don't know. I don't why. even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> now you have to sing it. Now I have to sing it. Now I can't remember. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That was actually... <laughs> I know that I do know. I'm totally on the spot. Now I can't think of it. It's okay. We can so, clip it all out. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> but like, I do. I do them like all the time. But now all I can think of is the Indiana Jones theme song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not it. It's, no. it's kind of similar, but like. I'll hum it in a bit. Okay. I know it. I'll I'll know it. It'll come it. back. Yeah. But I'm, you know, pressure on the spot. Yep. So we see the driving fades away, right? Mm-hmm. And we see Doug walking through the woods. And there's like this big, bold, yellow text that comes across the street, screen. And it says, China. <laughs> so apparently he drove to, to China. China. Okay. Or yeah. they didn't show the rest of the expedition. Okay. But yeah, so it says China. Uh, you, you're telling me they missed out on the airplane Flying across the map to get there. I guess so. 
I feel like that would have been cheaper than him actually being in a car. He like, probably just, would have. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was a fancy car, too. I don't yeah. remember. They, like, show, like, the name of the car at the end, but oh. I don't remember what it was. Okay. It was fancy. And then, just in case, you know, seeing the word China wasn't enough for mm-hmm. you, he, like, pushes through some trees and comes out and he goes, China. <laughs> so we know that he's in China. Good, good. Right. And he's walking around, and then we kind of see... Because well, I wouldn't know where I was no. if there was, like... Honestly, I probably would. Unless I unless I saw the big yellow sign saying China, I would be like, where the fuck am I? Like, yeah. just... But I'm with that with everything, so... That's fair. Yeah. Uh, we see a Chinese girl running through the forest, and she gets shot with an arrow. Okay. okay. And she kind of does that, like, roll down the hill uh-huh. type of situation, and she lands right in front of Doug. And he runs up to her and he goes, are you hurt? And meanwhile, she has like an arrow sticking out of her chest and she's bleeding. And she's holding this giant like dinosaur tooth. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. And she hands it to Doug and then she is talking in Chinese. So he doesn't know what she's saying. Uh-huh. And she keeps saying, destroy it, destroy it. And he's like, you want me to take it? And she's like, yes, yes, take it, please. And she says, you need to destroy it or they will hunt you forever. And then she dies. Okay. Oh, no, wait. As she dies, she says, the dragon. And then she dies. But so. it turns into a dinosaur. Uh, Do they think they're the same thing? I don't know. Does she think they're the same? Are they not the same thing? That's the real question. It's very true. Yeah. It's very true. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I was confused by it, too. Did you ever like, watch dragon. that dinosaur mockumentary where they were trying to prove that, like, dragons could exist and shit? It was really cool. It fought yeah. a T-Rex. Nice. So. Nice. It was, I'll find it for you. It's really good. It's, it's, I mean, I don't understand why they wouldn't. Yeah. Like, Loch Ness monsters? Why yeah. the fuck not? Yeah. Like, have you seen the ocean? I'm sorry. Have you seen a giraffe? Yeah. You're telling me that unicorns can't giraffe? exist? Like, yeah. 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 To me, a horse with a horn makes way more sense than whatever the fuck a giraffe is. Yeah. A 16-foot so, like, neck and the horns and the spots and yeah. the, what is happening? What is yeah. it, that it, it can't lay down because it takes too long for it to get back up. I'm sorry. Where's my unicorn? Yeah. I want that. If there are narwhals. Have you seen a wolf eel? What? A wolf eel? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were making shit No, up. I'm not. Oh. And we can't have a unicorn? Yeah, we can't have unicorns. Right? Yeah. This is why. My dad is insistent, like insistent, that when we were all up in heaven, God was like, hey, everybody, show me what you made. And they're all like, look, I made a cat. Look, I made a dog. Look, I made this giraffe. And it was God being like, oh, how good. Let's put it on the fridge. And like, just send them down to earth to be like, here you go. And like, every animal ever created was one of us making it. And like, I like that. Yeah. Because you know, and you know, there's that one fucking kid too that's like, look, I made a frog. Look, I made a spotted frog. Look, I made a frog that can kill you. Yeah. Like, just, you know, like, it's... if you look at it, it does weird things yeah. to your brain. <laughs> you know, it is true. Like, yeah, and it is. Yep. 100%. So, that's exactly what I feel it's like. It's just, yep, yeah. put it on the fridge. Just, like, good job, buddy. Good job, guys. You did it. You did it. <laughs> So he takes the tooth, and we see a ninja come mm-hmm. across his path, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a bow and arrow, and Doug sees him, and he kind of stumbles backward with the tooth in his hand, and it cuts his palm open. Okay. okay. And he... How do you... He was like... Because he was I guess if you're squeezing it... it it's like yeah. big. Okay. So... And then he kind of falls backwards and passes out. And we see him wake up, and he, like, sits up, and he's covered in sweat, and he is in the church. Okay. And Father Stewart is like, did you have that dream again? And Doug is like, yeah, my hand, it just, my hand really hurts. And Father Stewart is like, well, you probably got some kind of disease when you, like, cut your hand open. You were over there in China, you know. And he just suddenly home again? Yeah. So, okay. Yes. Okay. And he, and Doug comments about how the Chinese girl was saying dragon warrior in English, Mm -hmm. I think. Pretty sure, Mm because he understood it. And she said dragon warrior right before he, she died. And Father Stewart goes, how Eastern. 
I was like, uh, oh, okay. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> and then Father Stewart is like, okay, well, you have here, like, rest, you know, stay here, do whatever. And he gives him some food. And he's like, here's some food if you're hungry. And then he walks out. Mm-hmm. And Doug goes, I am hungry. <laughs> hungry. Hungry! <laughs> and then it cuts. <laughs> he decides to get some air. And mm-hmm. he starts, he's kind of like running down the street, like, animalistically almost, mm-hmm. you know, where they're just kind of like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and he runs past this homeless man who's like, spare some change, sir, you know, and he's like, no, I don't have any money, and he just keeps running, and he like runs into this woman who is like scantily clad, mm-hmm. sucking on a lollipop, and has like a leopard print, you know. Oh, the sign coat. of a hooker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Animal print. <laughs> yes, that's a sex worker, and you know it. But he just kind of like runs into her and keeps going. Uh-huh. So she kind of walks further down the street and she walks up to her pimp who is like the most, like if you could picture the most nasty, creepy man, it's this man. Like he has like a long trench coatie and he's like heavier and he has long hair except for on the top where he's bald and he has a comb over. <laughs> oh, so he's, like, got, he's got a skull cap going on, huh? It's okay. He's a yucky guy. Ugh. And she walks up to him and she's like, where am I working tonight? And he slaps her across the face. Okay. And he's like, don't question me. I was like, what? I'm not questioning you. I have a question for you. Yeah. It's not questioning you. No. It's, sir. Yeah. And he's like, my name is Frankie Mermaid. Do you know why my f- name is Frankie Mermaid? And she's like, because you're swimming in bitches. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Where's the other bitches? I only see the one. There were so, a couple other oh, okay. prostitutes over there. But still, I was like, okay. But anyway, he tells her that she should work in the park tonight because that's where the real money is. And you're the real money, baby. And then he just laughs maniacally for an uncomfortable amount of time. I didn't time it, but I think it was like 12 seconds of just like creepy laughing. So the scene changes and it's nighttime now. And we see Doug running through the woods and he's still kind of doing that like animalistic, like a werewolf about to change kind of a thing, you know? And he's just like really struggling. And then we hear him like roar and his eyes turn yellow, and they have, like, the slanting, oh, like, like the cat eye. eyes. Yeah. yeah. And he's just, like, not having a great time, right? It doesn't um, make sense, because I really don't think... Like, if everybody's talking about how, like, dinosaurs were more bird-like than they were, yeah. you know, um, birds don't have... No, I don't know why he had those eyeballs at I all. mean, they were just probably the coolest-looking contacts. They were like, yeah. Those are 12 bucks. Yeah, let's get them. Let's em. get them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. That's kind of weird. But anyway... Um, so then we see Carol who is walking. Oh, Carol is the sex worker. Okay. And she is walking Carol. through. I know. I was like, okay. Okay. I mean, anybody can be anybody. You just have to dream big enough, I guess. I know, just... but I'm just surprised they didn't name her like Candy. Yeah. Or, you know, something like. Mm, yeah. But... Trixie Skills. I know. <laughs> that she's, would be my stripper Carol. name. Trixie Skills? Yeah. It's from one of my favorite books. So. Okay. It's what? Pestilence. It's what cool. she names his horse because his horse doesn't have a name. So she names him Trixie Skills and he's like, my horse is not Trixie. And she's like, that's not the point. Like, that's. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she's walking through. Speaking of sex workers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's th- walking through the park, like on a path. And just off of the path in the darkness is this person who is like crouched down wearing all black. And I don't know if we were supposed to not see him. I'm pretty sure we were supposed to see him but as she walks past he like comes up behind her and mugs her and like puts a gun to her chin and Mm -hmm. stuff and she's like freaking out and he's like give me the money and she's like i don't have the money i'm not the one who takes the money and he's like take me to the one who has the money and she's like you want me to take you to my pimp yeah my pimp's gonna fucking shoot you yeah and all of a sudden we hear a growl and the man gets knocked to the ground and we just see 
a dinosaur head <laughs> attacking this guy. Like, okay. like a... It, no, it's like a full costume, oh, but okay. it was not good <laughs> at all. Better than them just using like a T Rex toy and being like, dun, 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 that's what I'm gathering from all of these episodes. Is we just need to make a movie. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. But yeah, so he's attacking this guy, but he somehow manages to get up and the mugger starts shooting at Doug, mm-hmm. but I don't think anything happens. And then we see Carol, who is just like shocked, you know, and she falls onto the ground. And then it's kind of like a wide angle of her sitting on the ground. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden a mannequin head just like rolls past her. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That's cute. So we see that the head roll past her, right? Uh-huh. And then we flash to Doug, who sits up in bed again, and he's like all panicked, like he had a nightmare. But this time he is not at the church. He is in a bedroom of what is a girl. Oh. Okay. okay. Very obviously a girl. Uh huh. And Carol walks in with a cup of coffee, and she's like in a long nightgown, but it's kind of like a a prettier nightgown, uh-huh. not, you know, anything old fashioned. Yeah. Comes in with her cup of coffee, and she's like, "Last night was amazing." <laughs> And Doug is like, uh, what? Uh, no. And he's like, okay, well, like, this can never happen again. Mm-hmm. No one can know. Like, this is a one-time thing. And she was like, you mean, what do you mean it's a one-time thing? And he was like, this shouldn't have ever happened. And it can't happen again. And he was like, was it bad? And she was like, well, it was weird. And it happened so quickly. Like, I was kind of scared. I think I even peed myself. <laughs> and he, he goes... <laughs> He goes, was it your first time too? And she was like, yeah. Yeah, it was. And then she's like, wait, what are you talking about? And he was like, didn't we? And she was like, no, you turned into a dinosaur and ate someone. And he, he goes, what? And then there's a long pause as it like zooms out and goes back in. And then he goes, what? And then it cuts. Oh, no, it doesn't cut. Sorry. He needed a second to process. Well. Yes. Yep. Double what? Yeah. And then he's like, it felt like a dream. I don't I don't really remember anything. And he's like, dinosaurs never existed. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't believe you. That's not true. <laughs> and she says that she can show him where the body is. And so he's like, okay, I'll go with you. And at this point, he's just in, like, underwear. He has <laughs> no clothes on. And he's like, and do you have something I can wear? Because that would be great. And so we cut to them wandering through the woods or Uh maybe the park because that's where the mugger died. But Uh it looks like woods. woods. Okay. And Doug is wearing a very low cut V-neck short sleeve bright orange sweater dress. Okay. 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 That's all. I guess it's the only thing that could fit him. Probably. All right. That was all she could muster. Short sleeve sweater dress. It was weird. Yeah, it was like knitted, but like short sleeve and like short. I feel like knit and short sleeve should never really like exist. No. 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 It was weird. It was an interesting choice. For someone who's not very fashionable herself, that shouldn't You can have opinions. Yeah. It's fine. I know what I like and I know what I don't like. That is that. So, yep. So Carol, like, kind of walks around like she's retracing her steps and she finds the body. And she had just kind of, like, covered it up with some leaves. And he was like, why did you do that? And she was like, well, because I'm a hooker and I didn't want to get arrested. Uh-huh. And he was like, you're a hooker? And she says, well, I'm pre-med law, too, but people aren't as surprised about that one. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And then he's kind of, like, freaking out. And he's like, don't touch me, Jezebel. You know, and he's, like, all weird about it. 
And she was like, you saved my life. You did like the most saving you could have ever done in your whole career. Like this was the best thing you could have ever done. Uh And like, this is the most priestly thing. And she's like, we can keep helping people. Like, all of these bad, terrible, like, rapists and pedophiles that come and confess to you, uh-huh. we can Are those people get rid really of them. going and confessing, though? I like, don't know. I mean, there is there is a law, though, that, like, if somebody does confess something to you and it's, like, you super illegal, you can report, report it. it. Yeah. Like. I wouldn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, like, if they have intentions of hurting more people, like, yeah. you're supposed to, like, pretty sure you're supposed to do that. Like, I think so. Yeah. But I don't know how that works. Never done it. Mm. So I don't know. But yeah, she's like urging him to do this. And he's like, no, no, I can't do it. And then he just like, is like, I have to go to confession. And he starts running. And she's like, right now? And he's like, yes, right now. <laughs> he just takes off running. With what you're wearing. <laughs> and he somehow, like, we... Like, I mean, I guess if he lives at the church, then he yeah. goes there too. But, but like, yeah. it cuts to him running up to the church and he's in his robes. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, we see him running up to the church and Father Stewart is like walking out of the church and like comes up to him and he's like, you're late again. Like, what is going on? And he just runs into the confession box and we see. He lives just like near the church. I know some priests do that. Like, it's, it seemed like he lived there though. Okay. Because he was sleeping there. I don't know. Unless he was just like dead. So he runs into the confession box, right? And on the other side, we see Frankie Mermaid sitting there. Okay. And he's like, what do you want to confess, my son? And he's like, oh, where to start? Where to start? Um, I stole candy from a baby. (laughs) I threw that baby in the river so it wouldn't snitch. (laughs) Frankie Mermaid's my favorite character. (laughs) And then he says, he's like, well, I pimp bitches. I kill people. I sell drugs. I do drugs. Like, you name it, I do I cuss in the church. Like, (laughs) he lights up a cigarette and he's like, dude, you can't smoke in here. He's like, Frankie Mermaid can do what he wants, bitch. (laughs) He's very, just, he does not care. Oh, Frankie. Yeah. And Doug is like, you kill people? And he's like, yeah, sometimes. But like, you know, it's a job. Sometimes I kill people for other people. It's not a big deal. And Doug is like, okay, well, when was the last time you killed someone? And he was like, oh, just a couple months ago, there was this really old couple. Actually, they were standing right outside of this church. And I blew up their car and there was like blood everywhere, skin melting. And Doug is like twitching and starts like freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, you probably know them, dude, because like this guy ran out and he was like, mom, dad, no. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Why would he kill them? Um, it was a job. Okay. Who yeah. would want them dead? I don't know. Did they explain? Uh, no. <laughs> no, they don't. Just hey, fucking kill these old people. They cut in front of me in line I the guess. other day. Like just, I guess. <laughs> fuck them. But yeah, so Doug is like tweeting, 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 <laughs> twitching and freaking out. That wheeze is the best thing in the world. <laughs> a drunk episode. <laughs> really not. Really not. I feel like that gets that way when we're doing like the darky ones. It's like true. It's, yeah. It's just silly. So he, so he's twitching and freaking mm-hmm. out, and he's like, "You murdered my parents!" As this T Rex hand like emerges from him, right? Uh-huh. And he reaches through the confession box screen and grabs Frankie by the throat. And Doug is like, "Why did you kill them?" And he was like, "It was just orders, man. Like I don't know anything. You might as well just kill me now." And Doug goes. Okay! And just slices his throat. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> you might as well just kill me now. Got it. All right. Playing on it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, but not because you told me to. <laughs> like, yeah. just... I'm just going to do it anyway. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> the next scene, we see Carol, who is sitting on her bed, and we hear a knock at her door, and it only ever shows her bedroom, mm-hmm. like, no other part of the house, and so I'm like, how did he get in? Uh-huh. Does she live with her parents? Uh-huh. Like, what's happening? But anyway, he knocks on her bedroom door, and she lets him in. <clears throat> Maybe it's like, that's her apartment. <laughs> Just Maybe, the... but there's like a hallway. It's it's mm. definitely a house. Okay. Maybe she lives with other roommate prostitutes. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but he kind of comes in and he's like, okay, how are we going to do this? Like, we're if we're going to do this, how are we going to do it? Uh-huh. And she's like, we can make a plan. We can come up with rules. And he's like, oh, like commandment. I know about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to get through this one. <laughs> Um, and he goes, or she goes, I don't know much about God, but yeah, sure. And he goes, I don't know much about dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. Oh and then Doug tells Carol that his parents were murdered. And he's like, I killed the man who killed them today. And it felt good. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wow, that's like crazy, you know? And he's like, I know the world is a better place without Frankie Mermaid in the world, you know, in uh-huh. here. And she's like you killed Frankie Mermaid? And she, like, goes up and hugs him and gets all emotional. And she's like, thank you. And then they're kind of standing, like, facing each other, right? Uh And he goes, we're only going to hurt bad people, right? And she's like, only the worst. And she smiles and they, like, pause for a good few seconds. And then they high five. (laughs) And then the the scene just cuts. So after that, we see a montage of Doug preaching. Doug and Carol, like, spending more time together. And he's teaching her about the church. And Mm -hmm. she's teaching him about dinosaurs. (laughs) And then there's, like, Doug who's, like, working out and, like, boxing and, like, you know, getting all buff. Does that help the dinosaur? I mean, maybe. If you're stronger, maybe it's stronger. Maybe. I don't know. know. And then we see, like, dinosaur Doug eating I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, working out. No. Up, just do it. Yeah. But like, yeah. But like, does it help? But yeah. In this case? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Toward the end of the montage, <laughs> there's a scene of Carol who is like accepting the sacrament where it's like the little wafers. Uh-huh. I think they're Catholic, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But she's like down on her knees in the church, right? And she's like sitting there with her mouth open. <laughs> and he like sets the waver, wafer in her mouth and it's like sexual. Uh-huh. In a way. And then he just kind of like turns awkwardly and walks off screen. He's like, I can't do this. Um, and then the final scene, which was kind of cute, they were sitting on a park bench and Doug kind of like sneaks his arm around her. Right? And Carol was kind of like looking away so she sees his hand and she like gets this cute little smile on Aww. her face and she like cozies up to him and it was really cute. That's cute. Yep. And then the camera again just like pans shakily like to the sky for like five seconds. And then this is where shit gets, like, weird. Okay. That wasn't weird. Okay. And now shit gets weird. Okay. Okay? All right. So we cut to a field where there's, like, a tent kind of set up. Uh Uh-huh. And then a couple of ninjas, right? And then there's the ninja master. And he's kind of, like, an older Asian man. He's bald. He looks like the typical, like, Uh ninja master kind of guy. And the other ninja is, like, this young guy, probably in his 20s, and he's, like, very white. Like, he has, like, almost red hair kind of thing. And um, the master is like, why is the money stopped flowing in? And the young guy is like, there's rumors of a dragon warrior. And he also mentions that, like, their next shipment of cocaine should be here soon. And once they take care of the dragon warrior, they will be unstoppable. And it's just like an episode of Power Rangers at this point. Yeah, okay. And then they both laugh evilly (laughs) for 40 seconds. 
okay? No. Yeah. And the master is doing like a proper evil laugh, and then the young guy's like, ha, 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 only speaks in Chinese. Okay. But people talk to him in English, and then he responds in Chinese, well, and he, people understand him. He gets it. He just doesn't I, want to speak it. Yeah. He says, like, five words in English. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the end of that scene. And then we go back to Father Stuart, who is outside of the church, and he sees Doug and Carol standing across the street spending some time together. Okay. Right? And then it cuts to a little bit later when Doug is inside the church, and he's reading a book called Crime 2. And there's a book about dinosaurs sitting on the table next to him. And Father Stewart walks in, and Doug, like, scrambles, and he grabs a Bible, which is smaller than the book he was reading, and he, like, places it <laughs> over the other book so he can't see what he's reading, uh-huh. that kind of a thing. But it was it was dumb. It was very funny. And then Father Stewart, like, confronts Doug about how he's been late for church, and he hasn't been showing up for all of these things, and he's cavorting with Carol. And Doug goes, what if I told you I was different? And Father Stewart's like, you're not that different. There's plenty of men like that in the church. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I'm, I'm really, I'm different. Like, I'm really different. And he tells Father Stewart about the dinosaur situation. I would have been like, is Carol a guy? Well, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, he tells him about the dinosaur situation, and Father Stewart is like, that's impossible. Like, that you, you must need an exorcism. That's uh-huh. what we need to do. And Doug is like, I'm just trying to get rid of all of the scum of the earth. And he's on a mission. And maybe his mission is from God and all of this stuff. And Father Stewart's like, I'm going to talk to the diocese about getting you an exorcism. Because this is ridiculous. Uh And then he leaves and locks Doug in that room. Okay. And we see Doug kind of sit there for a while. And he's like upset. And he's thinking to himself. And then there's like a voiceover of him thinking, I had parents once. What would my parents say? (laughs) And we get a flashback of Doug sitting at the kitchen table with his parents. Mm-hmm. And they're just laughing the entire time. There's like, <laughs> you know, like dumb, happy times with your family. Uh-huh. And then the mom kind of has a little voiceover where she's like, we're happy with your life decisions. And then the dad says, I'm so proud of you, Doug. You're my only son. It's like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then there's another scene with the parents where Doug is. Have you seen oh, Sorry. Oh. Um... Have you seen that girl on TikTok that's just like, I'm your dead wife and you're reminiscing about the time we went to the beach and she's just like, Christopher, oh, come chase me by the water, Christopher. Like, that's all I can think of is happening. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, But we see them in a car and Doug is like in the passenger seat and his dad is in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And he is talking about how they're so proud of him. And he's like, you know, becoming a priest is a big deal. Is that really what you want to do? And he's like, I want to do good in the world and I want to help people. And his dad is like, yeah, well, follow your heart. You know, like, that's good for you. And then he's like, well, get on out of here and go to priest college and we'll pick you up after priest college is over. (laughs) And now it shows that mom is sitting in the back seat behind him. And they all kind of like awkwardly hug over like a group (laughs) hug over the seats. (laughs) And then Doug heads off to priest college. All right. And then we see present day Doug kind of start to take off his priest clothes mm-hmm. and the scene fades. But next we see Carol, who was waiting outside of the church and it's nighttime. And it does a couple of like fade in, fade out scenes so that we know that she's been waiting there a long time mm-hmm. to see him. And finally she gives up and leaves. And then we hear Father Stewart come in and he's like, the diocese is taking too long. So I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And we see that he and Doug are now in this dimly lit room. Okay. 
And there's like all kinds of like weird shit. There's like tarot cards, <laughs> altars, candles. There's like things from all different kinds of religions all uh-huh. over the place, right? And this very dramatic man comes through. He's got like thick eyeliner and mm-hmm. like, I don't know. He just has that kind of like artsy goth <laughs> grown up kind of vibe, you know, which is fine. But yeah. anyway, he's an artist. Yes. But anyway, they say that his name is Altair and that Father Stewart knows him from way back in the day, right? Okay. And Altair is like, okay, tell me, Doug, everything, like, how did this start? Tell me everything that has happened, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts off his story, but it kind of fades out so that we can't hear it anymore. And the camera pans over to Father Stewart and he's like talking about how he hasn't seen Altair in years since the war days, the war times, right? The war times. Yeah, so we flash back to the war, okay? And it's just a bunch of guys standing in the woods in camo, right? And they got another actor to play young Altair. But for Father Stewart, they just took him and put a blonde wig on him and, like, stuck him in a helmet. And they were like, here you good. go. That's good enough. <laughs> and they're just kind of, like, talking about their comrades who have died in war and, you know, all the struggle and stuff. And Altair is like, do you have a girl back home, buddy? And he pulls out a picture and he's like, yeah, this is my sweet Adeline and I'm, I'm fighting for her, you know, and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And he's like, once I get out of here, I want to settle down and start a family. And Altair is like, yeah, once you get out of here, you should have a bunch of kids and you can name one after your old war buddy, Ali. You can name him after me. <laughs> and I'm, he says, like, you can name him after the only one who made it through the whole war without being hit once. And he gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets shot in the chest. And we see, uh, it kind of like fades to Father Stewart, who's writing a letter to Altair's family being like, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. Your son like, got shot. Yeah. He didn't die because he's yeah. here in the present day. So what do you mean? I don't know. Maybe he did die. And got re- resurrected by the church just Ooh. to do weird shit. Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. While he's writing the, the letter... He hears someone calling his name off uh-huh. in the distance. A woman. <gasps> Adeline. Adeline. And she's like, oh, James! And he's like, Adeline! And they like go back and forth for a few times. And then she like runs across the forest to him. Uh-huh. And right as she is coming up to in front of him, she yes. hits a tripwire bomb. Oh. And explodes all over him. Why, Why was she in the water? Why was she there? I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Okay. Yep. All right. So she explodes. Oh. And two of his comrades. I know. (laughs) Two of his comrades walk over as he's just like dripping with like carnage. Uh And he's like, wow, those trip mines, you know, they'll really get you. And then one of the other guys is like, I don't think we can do anything for her. She's too far gone. You are correct. Yeah. (laughs) She's the most gone. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're not going to find all of her. Like. She's. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh. Yeah. Okay. And then someone else is like, what was she doing here in the forest? I don't know. Maybe trying to start a family. He's like, okay, you guys. Oh my gosh. Okay. But Father Stewart explains that he never recovered from that. I wouldn't either. (laughs) He went back home and he went back to the clergy. Uh Uh-huh. Right. So we go back to present day where Altair is telling Doug about the exorcism and they get started. And while Altair is chanting, he's like, do you feel anything, Doug? And Doug's like, well... I got a little bit of anxiety. And he's like, okay, that's normal. Do you feel anything else? And he's like, well, it is kind of hot in here. <laughs> he's like, no, anything else. And then the lights start to flicker and his eyes go yellow. And he's like, I feel 
hungry and then he roars and his arms turn into t-rex arms <laughs> and then he attacks father stewart oh. and runs out of the house oh okay okay so we see him running through the woods and three ninjas come upon him right and the main ninja not like the master guy but a different ninja he's like okay we got to strategize on how to attack this dragon warrior blah 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 and he's like takes out a pen and paper and starts like writing stuff down and then it pans over to the ninja on the left who was having, like, a voiceover monologue about this girl back home in China that he thought he was going to marry. And he's like, I've always known this is how I was going to die, but I just wish I could go home to her. And then it just goes back, just refocuses, and then they attack Doug. (laughs) I was like, what is happening? I'm having a brain aneurysm just listening to this. Like it's Yes. (laughs) But Doug is in full dino mode, so he obviously does not care yeah you don't care about your internal monologue that you're not saying outwardly to anyone else and letting anyone know that you're in love with some girl so i also appreciate that this is how you knew you were gonna die against you know a fucking dinosaur yeah so just always have known that's how i hope i die yeah fighting a dinosaur yeah hell yeah fuck yeah hell yeah (laughs) so next we see carol come into her room it's like the same night Uh and she goes to kind of put her things away in the closet when she hears doug say her name Uh carol and it, like, pans over to him, and he's sitting at the foot of her bed covered in newspaper pages for reasons. He's not naked. He's just covered in newspaper. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, and he tells her that he was attacked on the way home, and he has, like, some cuts on his sides and stuff. And he's like, I think I might have killed Father Stewart. And he's, like, panicking about hurting people and hurting her. And she is, like, calming him down, and she puts her hand on his chest. And she's like, there's no monsters in here. You're not going to hurt me, you know? (laughs) And they stare at each other for a minute. And you can tell that they're, like, having that I'm about to kiss you moment. Mm -hmm. And Doug goes, I think I'm still bleeding. And she's like, shut up and kiss me. So they kiss. Um, And then we get this another, like, very artistic scene Mm -hmm. where it's, like, a split screen of the two of them undressing. And, like, everything... Doug is green and everything Carol is red mm-hmm. and they like make out and they do stuff and whatever but they don't really show much uh-huh. and there's just kind of like a montage of like the time that they've spent together and like flashes of like the movie in its entirety up to this point like doesn't even have to do with them specifically okay. and then at the end I actually really liked this part because they overlaid uh, the two of their faces uh-huh. and it was kind of like a slow-mo video of like her pushing her hair back and like him looking at her, but they flashed between them so quickly that you could see both faces at the same time. Okay. It was really cool. That's kind of cool. I was like, all right, <laughs> okay. Like, trying to be weird, accidentally get awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. I dig it. <laughs> so the next morning we see them in bed, and the they're like, you know, obviously they did stuff and whatever, <laughs> and the three ninjas some break in. Some funny stuff Some funny stuff. <laughs> some business. Uh, three ninjas break in through her windows, okay. right? And Doug and Carol are just like, they just manage to fight them off. And then they look at each other and they make out for a minute. And then Doug is like, these ninjas must have followed me here last night. Um, And then they waited. And yeah, waited, you know, they had to watch. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Voyeurism. Yeah. (laughs) And they notice that one of the ninjas is still alive. Uh Right. And he's like, you don't know what you're dealing with. And then, oh no, maybe Doug says that. Doug says, you don't know what you're dealing with. And then the ninja goes, remember your faith, Father Jones. 
And then Doug finds Father Stewart's cross necklace in his hand. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Okay. All right. So we get to Father Stewart, who is laying in the Master Ninja tent. Right? Okay. And he's wearing an eye patch, so he only plucked an eye. Okay. That was all. All right. Still sucks, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not the worst. Not you didn't worst. die. You didn't die. So you're fine. I don't think I would look good in an eye patch, so I'd rather be dead. Personally. I don't think I would look good, it's all I'm all saying. All the way dead? I don't, maybe, I don't know. What if you just had a glass eye? Okay, but, like, depending on how bad the scar is. Because if someone's coming at your eye, they're not just being like, Kakia. Just rock a bomb-ass like, scar. <laughs> like, you didn't even look like Thor. <gasps> yeah. Okay, I changed my mind. Rather I want to be, be Thor. Dead. I want to oh be gosh. Thor. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. So, Shannon keeps me grounded. <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> Only sometimes. Grounded in that you want to be Thor. <laughs> okay. So Father Stewart asks, like, where he is. And the Chinese guy in Chinese explains that he's in, uh, he's at Saint Artemimus, Art, Artemimus, Artemimus Academy. Okay. Okay. Then he's like, where's Doug? And he's like, he's not here, but he will be soon. And then he explains that they train holy ninjas with the purpose of defeating evil in the world. And oh, they like go to a different tent and he sees all of the cocaine that they're processing. Right. And he tells Father Stewart that they are going to put all of this cocaine onto the streets and get people addicted and then cut off the supply so that they get desperate and have to turn to religion. Woof. Right? That's so fucked up. Like that's Yeah. It's terrible. Okay, but they're not gonna they're not they're they're gonna find other dealers. But it's that strand of cocaine, I think. Like it's special. Okay, but people will still turn to other shit. I don't know. know. But anyway, this that's how they they say they're going to like achieve world dominance okay. this way, right? All right, yeah. And Father Stewart is like, "You can't do this." And so the master stabs him in the gut with an arrow. Okay. And Father Stewart is like, "Doug will stop you. He'll be here soon." <laughs> and then Master and the young kid like laugh maniacally at him uh. again, right? Uh so we go back to Doug who is sitting on Carol's bed and he is holding a cross. And we hear him think in a voiceover, Mm -hmm. it's a good thing that Ninja told me where the hideout was before he died. So he gets ready to leave and (laughs) head out. (laughs) And then it just cuts to them in this ninja place. And I don't know if this was supposed to be China because they had like random sign posts that they made in the ground with like Chinese characters on them. Okay. So I was like, is this a school in America? Yeah. Is this in China? I don't know. <laughs> but they're there. Okay. Okay. Wherever and, this hideout um, is, they show up. They're there. They're there. Right. I just feel like um, that'd be a long way to go to get to China. I agree. Anyway, so like kidnapping Father Stewart and taking him to China? Yeah, that doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. So maybe it wasn't. Who okay. I don't know. But like also like. What better way to, like, take someone far away? It's just, like, China. So, like, true. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it cuts to them in this field, right? And there's a handful of ninjas. And in the front is the young white ninja, but his face is covered. Okay. Okay. And he is like, Doug, don't you recognize me? And Doug is like, oh, that voice. And the kid pulls down his mask and he says, remember me now, Brother. And he's like, oh, Sam, no, you are my brother. 
And then we get a flashback to that same... Hold on. We get a flashback to the same breakfast table, okay? They're laughing. There's a fourth place setting that I did not notice the first time. Uh-huh. And it, like, pans over to Sam, who's just standing in the kitchen, all sad. And, like, the dad is like, you're my only son. I'm so proud of you. Oh! Yep. And then it goes to the scene in the car. And after Doug gets out of the car, he, like, pops his head up from the trunk. And he's like, here we go, Mom and Dad. Okay. It's like, oh. <laughs> Sam. Sam. Poor Sam. I'd become an evil ninja too. Like, yeah. yeah. And then present day Sam kind of does like, like ninja hands. Uh-huh. Right? And then he yells, for God. And he starts attacking <laughs> Doug. attacking okay and another ninja goes for carol and she fucking pulls off her stiletto high heel and just bitch slaps him with it good i was like good girl 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 okay she's like i'm a hooker son watch me (laughs) yeah i was like damn and at one point uh sam had like thrown his sword into the grass because he was like i'm not gonna tarnish my sword with your blood i'm gonna use my hands Mm -hmm. and doug like force wills the sword into his hand it's just like across the grass and he grabs it okay, okay. i don't know that's the power of god yeah. an anime on your side <laughs> they're like <laughs> for god <laughs> an anime. but yeah so he summons the sword and he stabs sam with it oh. and blood just sprays everywhere oh. right and you just like fucking hate your little brother like right? so fucking much I like yes okay but, like, as there's just, like, blood squirting all over the place, Doug is just like, ah, as he's yelling. And in the background, we can see Carol just, like, bobbing with her fists up, like she's a fucking street fighter. Yeah. To, like, make her move, which was funny. Um, and Her then, idol yeah, stance. Just, yeah. just chilling. Just bobbing. Just bobbing. <laughs> but then it cuts to her, and she, like, takes down three ninjas on her own. Mm-hmm. And so there was one ninja who didn't get taken down. He's like, oh, shit. And he yells, and he, like, points at the tent, and another ninja comes out. Uh-huh. And he has a sword, and he comes and slashes Carol across the chest. Oh! Okay. So Doug runs over to her, and he's, like, holding her, and she's, like, coughing up blood and stuff. And, like, it was supposed to be one of those, like, tender, like, last words moments, you know? Uh-huh. But it goes on for a while, so I was like, this is a lot of last yeah. words. But she basically tells him that, you know, you're better than them and it's not because of your powers. You're a good man and you can do this. And he's like, what if I don't win? And she was like, you will win. Just have a little faith. And then she kind of like, bleh, right? Uh-huh. And it was funny because they were like having this tender moment on the ground and the ninjas are kind of standing there watching like, oh man. Oh, man. oh, oh this really sweet. We really fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It was funny. So Doug kind of sets her down and he faces the ninjas uh-huh. and he says, I believe in a higher power. But praying right now will never save. And then, like, he, you know, pauses for a dramatic effect. And it just goes, like, back and forth between them for a second. And the ninjas are, like, checking their watch. <laughs> What's going on, friend? And then he goes, your lives! And then he goes full dino mode. Okay. And this is the first time we see the full dino costume. Okay. And... It was terrible. It wasn't, like, inflatable dino, you uh-huh. know, like the ones that are viral all over the internet. But, so there was, like, a hunch in the back where your head goes, and then the mouth and the head just jutted forward in front of you. So it's probably you. so your arm can go through it and do, like, I guess. like puppetry stuff? I guess. Okay. It was bad. Okay. Yeah, he, he fights off all the ninjas. <laughs> 
There's the 18. There it is. <laughs> I was like, what was that I sound? I was imagining them fighting and I could hear the 18 theme song. <laughs> Thank you for the background. Sorry. I like it. No, it's okay. But yeah, so he fights off all the ninjas. But then the master master comes out and shoots him with an arrow in the leg. Mm-hmm. And it does this very poorly done flash of like him transforming back into himself. Okay. And um, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so he turns back into regular Doug and the master talks about how long ago they were overrun by lizard warriors and they created this anti-venom, which is on the arrow. Uh-huh. And he's like, do you have any last words, Velocipaster? And Doug says, only six. I think my hand is immune. And he reaches <laughs> up with dino arms and he rips this guy's mannequin head off, right? And we see, like, from behind him, like, pull the mannequin off of the body, that mannequin head. Uh-huh. And then he turns it around and, like, raises it up and yells. And there's, like, thick, bushy black eyebrows <laughs> and a mustache that are, like, glued onto it. <laughs> He's just like, yes! And on the screen, it like pauses. And across the screen, it says, Only through the elimination of violence will we be able to achieve world peace. Gandhi. Okay. And then it like resumes, and he's still yelling uh-huh. in fury. And then Doug drops the head on the ground, and he's like, Oh, fuck, Carol! <laughs> and he runs over to Carol. He's like limping over to her. And next we see him in a hospital waiting room Mm -hmm. and a doctor comes in and he's like dressed in scrubs and he has one of those like reflection Uh headband things on. And as he walks in, it like falls down in front of his eyes and he just like keeps going (laughs) the gag. I was like, okay. (laughs) I swear the actors that can do these kind of movies, straight face, they're the better actors. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause the whole fucking cast of the, of the office, they're the best act. Like, uh, you know, people who can do comedy with a straight face. Like. I can't. I can't. I I could never. I would laugh the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. But anyway, the doctor comes in and he's like, (laughs) Carol's wounds are healing up faster than we thought. She's going to make a full recovery. In fact, she's fine right now. You can go see her. Uh, So he like gets up and he goes in there and Doug goes in and he's like, how are you doing? Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And then he just kind of, like, sits there for a second, and she, like, does the whole, like, come over here finger. Uh And he leans in, and she's like, I'm fine. And then on the screen, it says, she's fine, in all cases. What? I don't know. Okay. Okay. She's fine. Okay. Okay. I thought you were going to have her be like, I'm pregnant. Like, that's what I thought it was going to be, but, like, that would have been a very quick. She's fine. Okay. She's fine. She's fine. She's fine. Okay. Okay. And then uh, it cuts to Carol and Doug, who are, like, up on a mountain somewhere with their car. And Carol says that, like, the church isn't just going to stop because the master is dead. And, like, they're everywhere and they're going to come together and they're going to, you know, try to power up or whatever. And Doug is like, well, now that I'm resigned from the church, I can travel anywhere that I'm needed. And I'm like, what, with your dino arms? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Are they still dino arms? No. Okay. They can go back and forth, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, Carol's like, there's a billion dollar bounty on your head, Mr. Jones. So what are you going to do next? And then he says, what I do best. And he kisses her. Uh, The end. Okay. What? That's all your, okay. That's it. Okay. And I don't think there's a second one. Were they trying to maybe set it up for a second? Or like, just. I don't know. But yeah, I feel like I can't give scores. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. All of it was bad. Yeah. But it was so good. <laughs> like, I laughed 
so much. <laughs> and I would definitely recommend people watch this uh-huh. one. Like, completely. It's on Amazon. It's free to watch on okay. Amazon. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think just giving it a 5, like, 5.1, I think, is a great rating because, I mean, it's not, it's bad. It's bad. But it's but so it's bad, it's good. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, just even across the board, <laughs> blech, you know. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, that this was actually requested, like, a full year ago. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, I just saw the memory come up on Facebook <laughs> of when we were, like, asking our friends and family, like, what movies we should do. And my friend and coworker Heather, Heather oh! said we should do this one. Well, thanks, so, Heather. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> Appreciate you. So, yeah, that was, that was Velocipaster. All right. Yeah. It's... I um like I stopped it when I first started watching it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is there a way I can watch this with Alyssa and live stream it? Because this would be hilarious." <laughs> but you can't. Like, if we did it, we couldn't show the movie uh-huh. at all. So it would just be know. our reactions. Yeah, I don't I've know seen some do YouTubers that. do that where they just record their reactions and then they like cut in a couple of like scenes here yeah. or there. So like maybe something. Or I was thinking like you know how you can do like group watches. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we can be like everybody, we're starting at this time, mm-hmm. and like ten minutes into the live stream, everyone starts the movie mm-hmm. or something. But I don't know. So okay. could be a thought. Yeah. So let us know if you guys want to see something like that. Yeah. If you want us to do like a live recording or a live reaction to something, that'd be super fun. Yeah. But that was Velocipaster. Go check it out. If you have not watched it, seriously, go watch it. Like, if you love parody awful shit like that, it is such a good one. It's so good. But yeah, I think that's it. So we love you. We love you. We're sorry. (laughs) Have a great time. Have a great time. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Let us know what you think by leaving a comment or sending us an email at bmoviebashpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and Audible. Or you can find the video versions on our YouTube channel. If you want to support the podcast, you can find our coffee link on our anchor page. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell your friends.